Hello there. Welcome to another episode of the Thrifty Marketer Podcast. Today we will be discussing SEO 101 for SMBs with Nitin Monchanda, co-founder, Botpresso. Let's hear how SEO can help small and medium businesses from Nitin. So, you know, uh, I have been telling you guys that uh, this show is very close to my heart and I started the show to bring on folks who are inspiring and who are so knowledgeable in their field that they can share some tips with us, right? So we have been listening to a lot of amazing, amazing guests coming on the show, right? We had Rand Fishkin coming. We have a lot of amazing people uh, sharing their story, their journey, and their COVID challenges. What are they looking forward to, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, as I, as I started the show, I wanted the show to be a platform where SMB owners can tune in and take something of value home, right? So I, as I am a marketer for several years now, uh, I am very passionate about marketing, uh, helping SMBs with their marketing because marketing is a field which for most of the small and medium business owners, it sounds like it, it is like rocket science, right? And people take advantage of this, to be honest with you. You know, I'm not point, blaming anybody, but there are marketing consultants, there are specific SEO consultants, etc., who take advantage of the fact that SMB owners consider marketing as something, uh, you know, incomprehensible for them, right? But it's not the case. Marketing is effectively telling your story to your audience using various platforms and things like that, right? So one of the major, major, as everything is digital these days, one of the major uh, factors or major uh, areas where marketing focuses on is SEO, search engine optimization, right? So, you know, that is where a lot of, lot of, a lot of folks who spread a lot of myths and who, who want to keep it, uh, keep SEO as something which is which can only be done by them, etc., etc. So I wanted to bring on somebody who knows SEO inside out, right? Who who has done stuff, had have tremendous amount of experience and introduce SEO to SMB owners. So today's guest, he just arrived. He is none other than Nitin Manchanda. He is a seasoned SEO expert with tremendous experience in travel, e-commerce, and international SEO. His past experience as a developer and a product manager makes him an ideal enterprise SEO geek. I know. I have been following his content for a while now. He is, you can literally call him an SEO geek who knows how to set up SEO process that work. Nitin has been, he has been consulting brands across different industries for years. He has also been hosting SEO webinars for SEMrush since 2017. So if you have any question related to building sustainable growth for your business, he is the right guy. He is also a founder and chief SEO consultant at Botpresso. So without further ado, let me bring him on. Hey, thanks for having me, man. So many nice words hey. for me. Right, right. Absolutely. And you, you deserve every word of every word which I <laughs> use there. Thank you so You're much for taking time yeah fantastic this is the first time i think i'm (laughs) this is the first time i think i am interacting with you uh live like this yeah exactly 
Right, right. So how, how how are things? I know you you told me yesterday that you are going through some hectic schedules and stuff. Yeah, that's that's the life, man. I mean, uh, that's not new. It's just you know, uh, I was just uh, thinking about lining with you so that we know what topics you're talking about, and I can right, prepare right. myself. You know, if there is any preparation needed. So that was right. that was the only goal. Yeah, but yeah, right, life right. is busy, and I'm I'm happy about it. Fantastic, fantastic. So you know, Nitin, just to give you a background, you know, this show started in uh, March, April, uh, when COVID kicked in. So I started. the show on fridays when i was started getting experts uh, coming on and sharing their story mm-hmm. initially it was just chat with some of the friends but then mm-hmm. it got serious and people like ran fishkin dropped in and uh, yeah. it 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 got serious from there and i i am enjoying these uh, 45 minutes to 1 hour i am spending with people listening to their story journey and all that so i have uh, a set, set of curated question as you know it's seo one on one today mm-hmm. very very yeah, basic absolutely Mm-hmm. Uh, for SMB owners, and if you're ready, yeah. we can start off. Absolutely. All right. So you know, first question which I wanted to always ask you was, you know, you you literally are an SEO geek with so much of experience across industries. So how did this 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 uh, passion for passion? I don't know whether it's a passion, but how did this drive in SEO start start? You could also say how this uh, how exactly this all crazy nuts uh, craziness started, right? So uh, I know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, so uh, the fact is, I I did not start as an SEO. I started my right. software, my my career as a software developer, and that was with Flipkart back in 2012. And I had absolutely no idea what SEO was. I just knew the full right. form of it. And even even there, I was a bit skeptical. So I Google like what SEO is, and then I got to know okay, search engine optimization. I was right with you know what I knew about the full form. Yeah. So, but the good part is SEO was way, way, way easier that time than what it is today. So, some of those experiments that I ran in those initial days they worked for me, and that they inspired me to do more of it. And that's how I started, you know, uh, living, uh, you know, with that. And uh, that's how my SEO journey began, basically. Yeah. Right. Right. Fantastic. Uh, we're glad that you started off somehow from software developing to this, and we could sh- you could share a lot of knowledge with all of us. Right. So you know, uh, going on, you know, SEO. It's a term which invokes a lot of mixed feelings in business owners and marketers, etc. People think that some people think it is it is a myth. We don't need to do it. Some people take it too seriously. For a layman, if you're for a layman, if if for a new business owner, if he wants to go mm-hmm. digital way. Uh, if he has to understand SEO, what is SEO and why is it important? Yeah, well, absolutely. I think for a layman, I would say there are different ways of bringing traffic to your website, and SEO right. is one sustainable way uh, to generate some traffic for your business, right? I mean, if you're especially you're talking about SMBs, right? So not right. all SMBs have deep pockets, right? They cannot afford to run paid marketing right. all the time, maybe from starting to you know five years of their age. So SEO right. is something which is sustainable way where you're not paying even a single penny to Google and you're still generating traffic. So I right. think for any business which wants to you know keep their marketing and traffic generation sustainable, SEO is number one thing, and you should definitely think about that. You should definitely invest your time and money. And money, when I'm talking about money, I'm talking about you know getting education on that if you are not aware of, or you know bringing someone in house or. Hiring someone is uh, someone someone like me, uh, you know, who can help you build your SEO strategy and give you the initial shape that you need for, uh, yeah, the initial traction. Absolutely, and I think as, as you rightly mentioned, it's a sustainable 
way of growing your business you know the traffic is not going to go if you do the right things at the right time and keep keep doing doing those fantastic yeah right so Absolutely. you know uh, seo when, when if if somebody goes and search for seo on google there are so many top terms which pop up like on page seo off page seo local seo technical seo etc etc you know so if you can explain some of these facets of seo for people that would be fantastic yeah absolutely well i think uh, you rightly mentioned like you know when you, when you search about seo there are a lot of things you talk about on page off page and then off page in off page also you have like link building a lot of people call it digital pr right. these days uh, right. i like that term and then we talk about a lot many things right and then within seo you talk about content you talk about a lot of things right and right. i think all of them are important but i think when you're talking about seo so don't you know confuse yourself with all those things which are there in the market just think right. about one thing at a time and i would say when you're building a product think about building a perfect product this sure. product should be a product uh, you know for your users so uh, so keep your user experience in mind as the first thing so ideally right. a product where if a user lands then you are keeping this user with you forever so that should be the goal right. and if you right. can do that that is the foundational part everything else can be built on top of that and once right. you have like all this user experience and then foundational elements in there you can think about optimizing on page right you can just you know move things around and you know have nice headers as you optimize maybe you can think about intent and keyword and you know just think about those headers and then you can right. also think about content structure so yeah we we will basically talk about that uh yeah. hopefully in in detail yeah. but yeah, yeah. in a nutshell this is how you should uh, think about it right it all starts with your product spend time there then keep building on that absolutely, absolutely. fantastic right so you know uh, since we are on this topic i want to talk a little bit about on page seo so on page mm -hmm. what are some of the key elements to focus on like imagine that somebody is starting off the journey uh, so what are the mm -hmm. key elements to focus on when it comes to on page yeah well when it comes to on page i would say the number one thing is page experience user experience right i mean as i mentioned like your product should be amazing so this would be right. number one on page thing and once we right. once you have that once you can have a product which can make your users fall in love with the product and they you know you are sticking your brand name in their heads so that is the number one thing you should aim for and then it comes right. to page experience which is the seo side of page experience that i'm talking about core vitals is again part of user experience but this would also be more significant rank ranking factor from may 2021 as google announced last year so yeah that yeah right. that's another thing that i would recommend and then you can think about you know the on page seo part where you know you cover headers and page structure and all that stuff and for that right. i would say you can even start with google's on guidelines right i mean that's that's like google's documentation is improving every day and that's, that's pretty right. awesome so i would say you can start there and that in short tells you about you know what how you should think about your url structure your content structure like you know what kind of content you should have on your landing pages and how should right. you should think about presenting that because that's also important right i mean when i'm talking yeah. about headers you know you should think about uh, core web principles like how exactly you should think about using h1s h2s and so on and here before even you think about seo implication of of that you should think about normal web you know like web guidelines web principles so header should be like number one header the main thing right. so just think right. about user experience and build your whole whole content structure and once right. you're done with all these things then if you again talk about on page uh, on page elements then you can also think about like structured data where you are 
you know, kind of highlighting your data that you have on the web, uh, landing pages so that search engines can easily understand what you have. And that can also give you some boost in terms of, yeah, real uh, SERP real estate, because you get, for example, like FAQs, right? If you're implementing structured data there, you get more space, more real estate in uh, SERP. So I think these kind of things you can explore, but yeah, this all begins with content structure. So Absolutely. yeah, that's, Absolutely. that's, let's go there. Right. So on page, on page is predominantly uh, in, in mostly in your control. It's it's your product or your website. You have uh, you know what your what your users are searching for. Make sure you include those terms in your content, in your headers and stuff like that. Fantastic. All right. Uh, so similarly, moving on, let's come to off page. You know, uh, what are the some of the most recommended? Because off page is it's it's I get hundred emails almost in a month saying that we That's will all get spam. You <laughs> you will That's get all you spam. listed. You will yeah. get you listed on DA ninety website, DA eighty five yeah. website, this and that. So, what yeah. are the common off page tactics that you recommend to your clients and you do yourself? Yeah. Well, first of all, I would I would uh, you know just say that I'm not an expert when it comes to off page SEO, but I am also you know learning in that domain, and that is like really fascinating. And uh, there, if you talk about off-page, I would say uh, digital PR is the new term that everyone is using, and that's really fancy. I'll, I'll talk about that. So right. this is basically about creating content that can attract organic links for you. Then, you know, right. talking to those people who are sending you emails that, hey, DA, AD, 90, and all that bullshit, that, that, that really is shit, right? right. So I would say right. think about building content which can attract organic links for you. Right. right. So everyone, right. so, you know, you should on this content, it should be unique. The perspective should be different that everyone wants to read about. And once you have this content, you will see, you know, a lot of people are organically without even asking linking to you. And here right. I'm talking about contextual linking as well. So for right. example, let's say today you're talking about, um, you know, top countries to visit after COVID-19. Right. Right? right. So this is a topic which is very hot and everyone is looking for travel, including myself. So I'm really dying to you know, travel somewhere. Uh, 2020 was shit. I did not go anywhere. <laughs> but yeah, I, I can't wait to you know, travel this year. So if I see an article which talks about you know, the, tra the countries, top countries which would be trending maybe in Europe uh, after, 20, uh, after COVID-19 restriction, uh, you know. Let's so this is a content which everyone wants to read about. And this is the content which everyone would be, uh, you know, thinking about linking from their own blogs or maybe, you know, publications when they're talking about, okay, what happens after COVID-19? They're like, right. hey, we saw this article from a company, abc.com. They're talking about it. It's an amazing content. It It, it, it is meaningful. It is right. not just another piece of content. It is meaningful. They have some facts in there, some nice images. So make your content amazing so that it attracts those organic links, you know, yeah. On, on 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 its own. Yeah. Right. Right. That's yeah. I think I think that's a very valid point. You know, if you really invest some time in preparing original, uh, authentic and amazing content, I'm pretty sure that you will attract incoming links automatically. You don't have to reach out to people to link to you or anything. It happens naturally. That's very nice. All right. This is so, this is actually very expensive area as well. So when I moved to Berlin and before that, I had a different perception of all this, you know, link building thing because I was in India and there people do it very differently. So when I moved there, I spoke to some agencies who are doing it right and they are following, you know, really like organic uh, path there and still outreaching, you know, all these big publishers. And 
they are really expensive like per link you know i've i've seen companies paying like 2000 3000 euros per link so if you convert wow. that to inr 2000 is uh, what uh, 170000 inr that's <laughs> hell lot of money right i mean paying for one Absolutely. link Absolutely. So this is a crazy thing for sure right but uh, i'm pretty sure those those agencies will be doing it in the right way not like the agencies in Absolutely. india which is which is literally uh, you know it's it's crossing a line these days you know it's becoming yeah, too absolutely. cheap and uh, too many people into this so i yeah, i stay absolutely. away from the for sure all right so yeah. next interesting piece which i am learning myself right now just reading moz's new guide on local seo local seo mm-hmm. is very very uh, it's a new fascinating thing for me you know so because i want to mm-hmm. i want to i keep interacting with a lot of local businesses and sometimes yeah. i lack some insights to give them from seo perspective so i am learning myself so what are the, some mm-hmm. of the common tactics which you uh, recommend for people to uh, do when it comes to local seo yeah well so i will talk about only the first steps here so i would say sure. if you're a local business and you're thinking about attracting some local traffic you should think about creating your google my business listings Uh, listing right. so that should be number one and if you have multiple businesses then listings yeah and then every listing should have nap which is name address and phone number so this is really mandatory so if i'm looking for your business i should have you know your uh, address and your phone number and so on so this is number one thing and then you should all all uh, again i mean user experience is the key right i mean if you're serving great user experience then you can also expect some great reviews as well so reviews plays a big uh, uh, you know play a big role here Absolutely. so you should think about that and even if you see any critical review you should think about learning something from that and if that user hey apologies you know you had the experience we're working on it and then you if you you can offer something to fix that experience awesome do that and make sure you know that same user th- thinks about adding another review saying hey it was mess when i de- dealt with them before but now it's all sorted and they're awesome right so yeah. user experience and uh, reviews play a big role and then you can think about you know uh, citation as well so locally you know companies talking about that or other businesses talking about that so that as well yeah so these are like my some tips which will help you set up the foundational elements when it comes to local seo yeah and then user right. experience again is the king right right uh, you know uh, google my business has evolved so much you know uh, google keeps adding a lot of features and it 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 has almost become like a virtual showroom for your shop or business you know Absolutely. you can do a lot of Absolutely. things you can upload videos images uh, client testimonials and things like that so you have to mm-hmm. keep it active like your store all right uh, going you know going forward there is always uh, you know i am talking i am in india so I'm, like unfortunately i am not in berlin you know people mm-hmm. here has weird expectations when it come to seo uh if they mm-hmm. hire a consultant they want them to rank on the top page within 2 weeks you know so all these mm-hmm. kind of un- unrealistic expectations are there so seo is always mm-hmm. considered to be a long term strategy and requires a lot of dedication mm-hmm. what are your right. what are your thoughts on that well yeah it's it's definitely you know a long term uh, channel and like you mentioned you know when uh, you know when you speak with a consultant a potential consultant you say okay what what are you offering and there are companies there are consultants who are offering okay top 3 in 3 months and so on so i'm also working with you know multiple clients but i never ever offer that and if they ask me right. hey until when you know we can expect this in top 3 or something well i do not answer this question but my answer is different yeah and this is definitely a long term channel and it depends on you 
how much effort you are putting to make it uh, to define that long term right i mean if you're right. building a, an awesome product and you think in 3 months you can you know fix everything and implement a lot of things that i'm recommending probably the 3 months time is uh, you know good enough good time enough. but if you're working with a client maybe it's a big organization where you need you know a lot of bureaucracy and all those approvals from here and there and then you're working on it it can take years right, right. so it's slowly you will improve and you cannot say okay we are talking about 200% growth 500% growth which can happen when you are talking about a smaller company where you know you uh, like you do not need like 500 different approvals to get one thing done so it's like you know you're discussing about it and if the other person is convinced okay we will do this next week and the end of next week things are going live so this speed of course you can think about you know seeing growth almost immediately well not immediately but almost immediately and in, in when you know you're suggesting something and you know it will take 6 months to implement that then of course you have the answer right 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 absolutely you have to be the people have to be realistic about the efforts and the time required to do all these kind of things because a lot of in yes. seo there are a lot of things which happen in the back end which absolutely. the client which the client or the business owner may not understand so you have to yeah. be well, seo yeah people yeah. should understand that seo is not magic right it is just you know uh, uh, so we uh, seos understand a few things you know how you can ensure good user experience as well as you can ensure good search engine experience so we are just right. combining that we are just recommending right. things based on that you should understand that we are not magicians right we need you we need a product and if you know i'm bringing a lot of traffic for example on your website today and your product experience is shit nobody wants to stay in your website then of course google will realize that right you have a lot of metrics like for example dwell time right which is like people who are searching on google landing on a website and then you are serving horrible experience people are just closing it going back to serp clicking somewhere else right? right so google gets all these signals and based on that they would say okay a lot of people going to this website you know they're coming back on serp and clicking somewhere else which means this site is not giving them satisfactory content which means right. they should not rank above Right. so these are a lot of factors which play a big role and i would say right. and you know a lot of people say like this is like one of the hardest hardest questions right i mean been i think 5 years or or maybe 8 years i think since when i started my career i'm hearing this you know is seo dead so i would say yeah. seo is not dead but it has changed completely and if you're still thinking about you know that seo which was there like 10 years back you know getting uh, directory links and uh, you know just focusing on tiny things here and there and not doing anything for user experience not doing anything really 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 you know for a user first and then search engine and you are still thinking about you know those metrics like how many keywords you are putting in your meta title description well you are not going anywhere then seo is dead for you <laughs> <laughs> but if you are if you are also evolving with time and understanding you know how google works and how you know user experience works as the primary uh, stakeholder here in the whole journey i think then seo is not that for you absolutely i i, I remember every january this discussion comes up seo is dead yeah. <laughs> every every yeah. marketing marketing funnel is dead so these discussions yeah. keep keep cropping uh, up all right mm -hmm. so now comes to the main thing which is close to my heart smbs so yeah. should smbs focus on seo for grow building establishing their brand growing their business if yes why well i think any business any smb should definitely invest in seo as i mentioned before it is a way of sustainable growth 
And especially with SMBs where you don't have deep pockets, right? I mean, you cannot just rely on marketing spend. If you don't have like heavy marketing budgets, if you are not, uh, you know, invested by big players there, you don't have a lot of money in your pocket that you want to spend on tra uh, generating traffic immediately, you can think about SEO as one of your most important channels. Right, and of right. course, I mean, in, in some cases, I would not say, you know, SEO should be the only thing. So when you're thinking about, let's say, going live and you're thinking about some quick traction so that people can come land on your website to understand, you know, what you're offering and what kind of user experience you have. Of course, you can mix it with some paid uh, marketing as well. But yeah. SEO is something. So whatever you're building when it comes to SEO stays with you forever. So let's yes. say you're building amazing content. You are giving a nice structure to your content that stays with you. You don't have to pay right. for that again. It is there. It is there in your company's, uh, you know, DNA and stays with you forever. Yeah. So right. I would say definitely a big yes in terms of investing in SEO as an right. SMB. Yeah. Right. So on a, on a related note, you know, I've, I've read this somewhere that customers, if they find that an SMB has got a fantastic website, 80 to 90% of them end up buying from there. You know, that's, that's mm -hmm. like a trust factor coming in with a good website, with a good content on it. Uh, etc. Et Absolutely. All right. Uh, all right. So now imagine that you know people uh, SMB some SMB owners listen to Nitin and they want to start the journey. Okay. They want to they okay. want to fo focus on S SEO. They want to do it themselves for now. So what are mm -hmm. some of the baby steps you recommend so that they can kick off the journey? Yeah. Well, I think I already answered this, but I still answer it once more one more time. So just sure. focus on amazing product. Your product should be amazing. So whenever you're getting a user on your website, you should aim for, you know, keeping that user forever with you. So that should be your goal. And right. then another thing I would say, so a lot of people talk about different things, uh, you know, when it comes to SEO and SEO differs a lot for different uh, industries as well. So something right. that is working for my product, my industry might not work for you. Maybe you're in a different industry. So I would say, uh, you know, follow data driven approach, try to prove everything yourself. So, you know, just take data informed decisions. Do not trust right. on what people are saying, because there are a lot of people talking about, you know, random stuff when it comes to SEO. Don't believe on them. Well, right. learn from them if they are really, you know, authentic people and they're talking about real stuff backing and data is backing their, you know, whatever they're saying. Just take that and think about, you know, using that as an experiment on your product and then right. see, you know, whether it's working for you or not. And if it's working for you, you have the answer. You can think about scaling it. And if it's not working for you, well, then again, you have the answer, right? <laughs> right. I got it. Fantastic. That's that's uh, that's the right way to start off that journey. Right. Now, interesting question, because you are one among the consultants who provide expertise in SEO uh, from the SEO field. So can SMB owners manage their SEO on their own or do they need support from consultants, agencies, what are your thoughts? Yeah, well, I think uh, first of all, I would not leave this opportunity to you know, promote myself. And that's what marketers do. So if you do not understand SEO, then of course, you know, you can think about hiring someone like me who understands a bit of SEO. I don't call myself SEO expert, but I'm still learning. There's a lot to learn. Yeah, so you can uh, hire somebody uh, like me or maybe, you know, super experts who understand SEO. And if you understand SEO, well, that's awesome. I mean, you can just, you know, start with that. But I would say right. SEO is, is, is uh, you know, a field which is evolving every single day. Even now, you know, that we are speaking, maybe John Miller is talking about something, you know, something changed or some, you know, some magic is happening in SEO world. 
Yeah, so it's always evolving. So when you're an SEO, I would highly recommend to you know develop this habit of continuous learning. So you should know what is happening in the world and how exactly you can you know make use of that for your product and be better at organic visibility every other day. Yeah. So you know, just to give if if any SMB owner watches this video, you know, if you if you want to understand the the pace at which this field changes, just go to Twitter. Just keep your alerts on for Google Webmaster Twitter handle. You, <laughs> the kind of announcement which keeps on happening, you will be able to mm -hmm. understand how how quick the algorithm changes, how quick new things Absolutely. come into picture, etc. Yeah, and I can I can also recommend subscribing uh, to the newsletter from Alida Solis called SEO FOMO. That's pretty awesome. And Alida herself, she's like one of my favorites, and she's herself uh, curating all these stories which goes in this newsletter. So if you want to, you know, keep just one newsletter which arrives in your inbox once a week, and you know, you want to keep yourself updated about everything that is happening in SEO world, that is a newsletter. Just okay. Uh, I think I think your voice got uh, choked for a minute. Which was the newsletter? Okay. Can you repeat that? SEO SEO FOMO. SEO FOMO. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Thank you. So SEO FOMO. Make sure you subscribe to that if you want to learn more about it. All right. So now let's come to the main another big piece of discussion which happens is tools. You know, mm -hmm. there are a lot of tools coming up every day in marketing. SEO is no stranger to that. SEO, there are a lot of tools coming. So I want to know from you, what are some of your favorite SEO tools? You know, and also you have to remember that we, we I am the thrifty marketer. We love to keep things thrifty, as thrifty as possible. So, mm -hmm. you know, that you recommend to your SMB clients, some of the SEO tools. Yeah. yeah. Well, I am uh, associated with SEMrush. And uh, well, not, not because of this reason, but in general also, I love SEMrush as a tool. It yeah. is amazing. It covers a lot and it is not expensive uh, as well. So I would highly yeah. recommend, you know, getting uh, SEMrush. And I know a lot of SMBs, so whenever I work with clients or speaking to different people, speaking somewhere, a lot of people are using SEMrush. It is an amazing tool for SMBs in particular. So I would highly recommend that. And then I am also a big fan of Screaming Frog. So I love you know this tool, which is uh, which is also like very inexpensive tool, and it is it covers a lot of depth. So for SEO audits, I highly recommend using that. And then I think a lot of people underestimate uh, the value of Google Analytics and Google Search Console. Google Search Console is amazing. So this is the yeah. tool which is giving you data from Google directly, right? So you should not underestimate it, make full use of that. So yeah, I would highly recommend you know keeping it high in your list as well. Right. So uh, I know that Google Search Console has improved a lot in last six months. It's it's giving a lot of insights Absolutely. and it, it gives you a lot of amazing reports. Uh, so Absolutely. Uh, guys, if, you're, if you're not checked, yeah, if you're not checked, I would also recommend checking a YouTube channel of Google Webmasters. They're also talking about a lot of things. So last week, Google, uh, John Mueller was talking about image optimization. A very basic topic. Everyone should know about that. But John Mueller, like someone like him, who's really smart, really high level, he's talking about that basic concept. Because people should know about it. Google is realizing that people should understand basic web principles and how you know these things should work. So I would recommend you know checking those videos out as well. And they are, yeah, they're doing great. Right, right. So Google Webmaster YouTube channel is another great resource to check out. All right. So now, you know, we are almost reaching the end of the session. 
I want to know little bit more about you, you know, and I want everybody to know a little bit more about uh, Nitin. So, you know, you have done some fabulous work uh, across your career. Okay. So that's how I, I, uh, <laughs> I, I started calling you SEO champion, you know. So I want to, I want, this is like the humble brag moment. Okay. So I want you to share some of your, some, some of your proudest work you have done in your career. Yeah, so I think I'll, I'll start with Flipkart. That's where I started my professional journey. And I'm really, really uh, happy that I got, you know, an opportunity to work with a brand like Flipkart in those early days. So right. at that time, I did not uh, know SEO, but, you know, I started with experiments and my manager was really kind. He gave me full, you know, free hands working on these experiments. And I'm so proud that I managed to go flip, uh, Flipkart organically 350% in two years time. So that was something wow. which gave me a lot of motivation. And from there, I decided to continue with this. And right. after that, uh, so I led SEO teams for some really big brands, big international brands like Trivago and Omeo. Wow. So I'm really proud of uh, that as well. And uh, well, and yeah, I also want to uh, talk about my webinar hosting experience with SEMrush. So I've been doing right. that for more than three years now. And I'm very close to reach 50 webinars with Samrush. Well, when I started this, I was a bit skeptical because I'm not a native speaker. So I was like, man, shall I do this or not? But now I'm reaching 50 webinars already. I'm so, so, so proud of it. So this is right. the opportunity, you know, I took to uh, contribute back to the community. And I'm glad, you know, I'm already there with 50 webinars and looking forward to do, you know, maybe 50 more. Yeah, Fantastic. and that's and apart from this, I also speak at a lot of online and offline events. So, uh, well, since COVID nineteen, it's all online. But before that, I was doing offline as well. And the biggest event I've done is SMX Munich. So that's the event for which I paid one thousand six hundred euros three years back. And last year, I got the opportunity to speak there. And the and the interesting part was right after my session, it was John Mueller's session. Whoa! So was, I think okay. yeah, that was I think a fantastic moment for me. That's that's a that's a god sign actually. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed, yeah. Fantastic, so fantastic. Amazing, amazing. Three hundred and fifty percent growth for Flipkart.com. My goodness, uh, that that would have been some learning if I'm not so sure. You know, if I'm not wrong. Absolutely. Right? Yeah, Fantastic. well, the good part was I was engineer that time. I was focusing on SEO efforts, but I was engineer. So whatever I wanted to do, I could do it myself. And uh, yeah. on bureaucracy, uh, on bureaucracy part as well, it was kind of sorted because I just had to speak with the manager and maybe a couple of more people if I'm talking about something crazy. Right. And right. I implemented some hacks, and those hacks worked like magic that time because SEO was much simpler, as I mentioned, right? And now right. I can't imagine, you know, giving 350% growth to a brand like Flipkart, which is massive. Yeah. No, now, they, now they have 350 million to invest to bring in 3,500 percent growth. So you don't have the money. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. But yeah, you know, I have, I have some good friends of mine who are at this juncture of technology meets marketing. They are mm -hmm. like, they are real geeks. They know the backend, which I am zero. Backend mm -hmm. and friend, they know the, obviously they, they are common sense with common sense. They do a lot of test, testing and a lot of good stuff. Amazing, amazing. You know, so the final question, which I ask everybody who comes on the show, because this is COVID-19 slash 20 season. You know, how has COVID-19 impacted you and your work? And how is 2021 looking for you? Yeah, well, professionally, I would say COVID was horrible because I was working for a travel brand, Omeo, that time. And I saw business going down 98% in three weeks time. Yes, you heard it right. 98% down in three weeks time. That was 
heartbreaking. And uh, so somehow, you know, we planned things around that. But yeah, it was it was basically bad time. And still, you know, Omeo is struggling with that. So that's one on professional side. And on personal side, it was amazing for me because my second daughter arrived in our lives in September last year. So that was fantastic. fantastic. And uh, because of COVID, you know, I was working from home and I was able to spend more time with family exactly when it was needed. So yeah, on personal side, it was great. And now talking about 2021, so I think the goal is mainly to focus on things that I love. So like you mentioned about, you know, you have some friends who are basically in the in this intersection where technology and marketing, both are things, right? So for me, right. it's the same thing. So I started a software engineer, then I did a bit of product management and Trivago, and then I, uh, you know, moved completely towards SEO. So I'm also at that intersection where you talk about product engineering and uh, marketing side of things. So I'm so proud and, uh, you know, about the experience that I gained during last years. And the plan is basically to continue that and focus more on this, you know, SEO plus tech side of things. And let's see, you know, what comes out. And then the plan is also to publish more content. So last year I spoke to some people and they said I'm not that active because of a lot of things which were happening at my personal side and professional mm -hmm. side. But this year I have promised myself that I will be contributing more uh, to the com community through articles, case studies. And I'm also thinking about, you know, putting in some videos to tell people about, you know, how things work, because I see like a lot of, a lot of, there are a lot of videos, a lot of content and uh, yeah, that I'm not, to be honest, like big fan of that content. So I'm thinking about, you know, sharing my experience through the content. So working on that. And if you really want to, uh, you know, follow me on that, like what kind of content I'm talking about, case studies and, and all that, hopefully exciting stuff, you can follow me on Twitter or LinkedIn. You can just Google my name and you will find me there. I think my name's SEO is pretty, <laughs> pretty nice. So yeah, just give it a try. Absolutely, absolutely. I follow you anyway. So uh, I'm looking forward to all the exciting stuff you're talking about and uh, sharing it around with the community as well. Right. Uh, so Nitin, thank you so much uh, for coming on uh, the show. And, you know, it's it's our first interaction itself. Uh, you know, it's it's been super exciting. I learned a lot and uh, I look forward to learning from you more and interacting with you more in 2021. Thank you so much. Well, thank you so much for having me. It was a really nice chatting with you. And right. yeah. Have a nice 2021 to you too as well. Yes. Stay safe. Take care. Bye. All right. So that was Nitin Manchanda. You know, I don't know, guys. You know, I am not a big fan of this so-called marketers and SEO experts, etc. etc. I don't I don't follow them. I I talk to real people who have gone through a real journey and have something actionable to take you know, deliver. So Nitin is one of those folks from an SEO field. And I look forward to bringing more guests like him on the show. Next week, I want all of you to tune in because I have the father. I don't know whether it's a term he might hate it, but he is the king of customer experience. So please tune in next week. And uh, it's a happy weekend coming on. Enjoy and stay safe. Whenever you go out, wear your mask and don't forget to take your sanitizers. Thank you so much, guys. Good night. Thank you for listening to the Thrifty Marketer Podcast. For more exciting episodes like these, please follow the Thrifty Marketer Podcast today. Now available on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor. See you next episode.